So the Gemara continues that our Mishnah is the like Rabbi Doisa is not like Rabbi Doisa. The Tanya Rabbi Doisa, Rabbi Doisa says Vamrila and other people say Abasholeimer. He's the one that said the following halacha that halakei Yachbehem Mechavere Be'erev Yomtev Be'erev Yomtev. One who purchases an animal of his friend before Yomtev Afapisholeimer Soroi Loi Elab Yomtev. Even though that the seller only gave the buyer the animal on Yontav itself. So there was therefore a possibility to say that the animal is standing in the domain of the seller as far as Chumim. Nevertheless, it has the status of the feet of the buyer and you're allowed to lead the animal only within the Chum of the buyer because and Erev Yontev, the behemoth was destined to be given over to him, so it's also in his domain as far as Tchum. One who gives over an animal to a shepherd <coughs> to watch it for the buyer, even though he's only given it to the shepherd on Yontev, then the Tchum goes by the feet of the shepherd. Since a behemoth in general is already destined from before Yom Tev to be given over to the shepherd, so it gets the um, tchum of the shepherd. So it turns out that the view of Rabbi Doisa is not like our Mishnah, because in our Mishnah, the Tana says that one who gives over the behemoth <coughs> to the shepherd on Yom Tev, it becomes, it has the status of the feet of the owners. Even though that Nerv Yomtev, we knew that the behemoth was going to be in the property, he's going to take care of it, the shepherd. But according to Rabdeisa, if on Yomtev it's destined to be given over to the shepherd, it's considered as if it's already been given over from before Yomtev. So it seems that Rabdeisa goes against the mission. Answers that our Mishnah can actually even follow the view of Rabbi Doisa. But like Kashi, and still it's not a question. Because Khan, Beroya Echod, and Khan, Bishnei Roy. In our Mishnah, Rabbi is talking about that there's only one shepherd in the city, so all the people of the city give their animals to that shepherd, and therefore the resting of the behemoth has already been acquired by him, Ben Hashemoshes, even though that he didn't have it in Rav Yomtev. Because we know already now that the next day is going to be given to him. But Khan in our Mishnah, since we say over here it's like the Ragli of the Bailim, like the owners, because we're talking about Bishnei there's two shepherds in the city, so we don't know before Yontu who he's going to give it to. Therefore, as long as it's still in the owner's domain and he hasn't given it over to the shepherd, then it is treated like the Ragli of Bailim, the Tchum of the owners. The Gemara says, Daikanami, you can also derive this that our mission is talking about in a case where there is several uh, shepherds, the Katani, because the mission says to his son or to his shepherd. So in the fact that the Mishnah added which there's no real Chiddush Shmami no, so we hear, we hear from this that we're talking about that there's two shepherds, which is his son or another shepherd. 
but if there is taka in the city only one shepherd, then it gets the ragli haroya as Rabbi Daisu said, like the shepherd. So Rabbi Chanan said, Rabbi Yechanan, halacha ki Rabbi Daisa, the halacha is like Rabbi Daisa, that if you give the behemoth to a shepherd, it is treated like the feet, the tchum of the shepherd. Then, is it then possible Rabbi Yechanan should say so, that halacha is like Rabbi Daisa, Rabbi Yechanan, halacha is like Mishnah, Rabbi Yechanan says the ruling remains like a Stam Mishnah, nameless Mishnah, that when Rabbi Yehuda Nossi, the Rabbi who organized the Mishnah, if he uh, made a halacha nameless in the Mishnah, without saying who it is, that's the halacha. Utenana, Mishnah says, that the Behem Kelim are like the Tchum of the owners, and one who gives the Behem to the son or his shepherd, it's like the feet of the Baalim. And that's not like Rabbi Daisu, who says like, like, like the Raya. So how could Rabbi Yechonah say the Loch of Rabbi Yechonah, not like some Mishnah? But the Gemara says, but we don't answer Rabbi Yechonah and Mishnah, that Khan, Rabbi Yechonah is talking about Beroya Echot, and therefore we know it's going to go to him, that's why it's Kiraglov, and Khan and Amishnah, Mishnah Eroi. And it's talking about that there's two separate shepherds in the in this city, so since we don't know, it becomes like the Laglab Ailim. So therefore, there's no problem with this statement. Rabbi Yechon can say that Allah is Kistan Mishnah, and Allah is like Rabbi Daisa, because Rabbi Daisa and the Mishnah are not arguing. So what happens if a person places an Erev at the end of 2,000 Amis uh, in one side, so he's allowed to go from the space of the Erev an additional 2,000 Amis, but these 2,000 Amis uh, replace the 2,000 Amis that he was allowed to go on the other side. Like, for example, if you post it on the east, so then he can go 4,000 amas to the east, but to south, to the west, he can't go at all, outside of the city. So if you put the area at the end of 1,000 amas to the east, then he can go 3,000 amas to the east and 1,000 amas to the west, because the 1,000 amas that he had in the west, he now moved it to the east. So the Gemara... If there's two people that borrow together one shirt, so they so that uh, they wanted to partner in it. One wanted to use that shirt to go to in the morning to the study hall. The other one borrowed it in order to in the evening. Um, the night of the Yontif to go into the party, the Vesemishta. So then we say that Ze Erev Olov Litzofen. One made the Erev on the shirt so that he can go to the north. And he placed the Erev at the end of a thousand Amr to the north. And the Ze Erev Olov Lidorim, he placed it to the south. So Ze Erev Olov Litzofen, Mahalik Litzofen. That means that the one who made the Erev on the north can go to the north only as the feet of the one who he can go, that, uh, like the one that made the Erev on the Dorm can go. That means he can only go the first thousand Amma on the north of the city. And the one who made the Erev on the south can only go on the south direction just as the place in which the um, the one who went to the north can go, which means only one fir- the first thousand Amis. So the Imitsu as Satum. And if they uh, 
they, they sort of squeezed out the entire Tchum because one made the air at the end of 2000 Amos to the south, and one made the end of 2000 to the north. So then you can't move that shirt from its place at all, uh, even one step. Further, the Gemara is, is going to talk now about if an object was bought by partners, two partners, bought an object together, and uh, before Yantav, and they wanted to split it amongst themselves and Yantav. And then Er Yantav and Ashmoshes, we didn't know yet what is this one's portion, what is the other one's portion. And Yantav, they split, and each one wants to take his piece to the place. Uh, which he made a native. And the question is, so do we say that retroactively uh, we find out now that each one's part that came to his hand in Yontav was his alone from before Yontav ben Ashmoshes, and therefore he acquired the resting place as that person, or we don't say that it has been uh, retroactively verified in Yontav what the uh, portion was at the time that the uh, Shvisa was acquired, a native Yontav, and therefore, you can not uh, carry or bring this shirt only to a place where they can both go. Mordechai says, "Itmar, we learned in the memory. Shnayim shalokhu chavis uveheimu b'shutafis. They bought, purchased an erviyantiv in partnership, a barrel of wine and an animal. So they were going to split it on yantiv." Rav Omer, Rav says that after they ended up splitting, is chavis muteres that the chavis is permitted to. Uh, uh, go to so each one can go with what they got. So the chavis can go to the place that he made the erev ubehema asura. So um, in other words, the they split both the barrel and the behema. So the wine that each one or uh, that each one gets, he can take it to his place. But the behemoth, after you shechted, you split it asura. You can't take it only to the place where they can both go there. Shmuel Amar Chavis Nami Asura. Shmuel says that also the barrel that was split on Yantiv, the partnership, is asur. You cannot take it, each one, to his chum, but you can only bring it to the place, lead it to the place where they're both allowed to go there. They want a Microsoft Rav. What is, what is Rav's logic over here that he permits by the barrel to each one take it in his, uh, as his, he, where he can go. But by the Bahama, he prohibits it and he can only take it in the place where they can both go there. If he holds that, we can say that the thing has been retroactively verified that each one's portion that they got on Yontav was already his portion before Yontav ben Ashmoshes. And that's why each one is permitted to go and to take it in his boundaries, his part of the Chavis. So I feel the So that case, let the behemoth itself also be permitted to each one to take his part of the behemoth to his tchum. But the ikos of if he holds that we don't say retroactively that it has been verified who the part belonged to Yantav, and that's why each one is prohibited to take uh, in his tchum the part of the behemoth. So the barrel itself should also be osur. Because since we don't say that it has been retroactively verified from before Yontav, maybe the portion that came to him on Yontav was from the Erev Yontav at the time of resting in the part of his uh, partner, the portion of his partner, and that acquired therefore the Shvisa, his resting place, like the legs of the Shutav. So, with Sophie, we should only allow to carry it to a place where they can both walk there.
And the Gemara answers, Really, Rav holds there is the verification retroactively, and that's why the barrel that was split, the partners and Yontav, it's permissible for each one to take his portion as it's called. But it's different, the story with a behema, that over there it's prohibited for each one to take his portion as because the limbs of the behema, which are fit to be split to two partners, nurture one from the other. So therefore, even though we now verify retroactively that the Erev Yantav, this portion was this one, and this one was the other ones, but nevertheless, at the time, at the beginning of Yantav, before they split, the limbs of the animal nurtured one from the other. It turns out, that part of the portion of his friend was mixed into the other ones, and in each piece and piece there is a part that belongs to his friend, and therefore you can't lead it in the tchum, and that's why Rav asks by behavior. So Rav Kadrabasi asked, said the question, Rav, according to your view, that the a prohibition of the behemoth is because of the limbs nurturing with your other. They were only, uh, they weren't concerned about this Amukta and not concerned, and they only were concerned for the prohibition of Tchumim. Why do you prohibit the animal? Only by leading it because it's a Tchumim. Why don't you prohibit it to move it even within the Tchum because it's a Mukta? Because since each person uh, gives up his mind that he's not going to need for the portion of his friends, it turns out that through the nurturing of the limbs, one from the other, each one is uh, getting a part of this friend, which is also muktzah. So if we worry about the nurturing of the limbs, why should we not worry uh, for the same reason for the prohibition of muktzah? But therefore, we have to say that we do not worry about Ninekasevor. Shosik Rav, Rav was quiet and didn't answer other question. So the Gemara my uh, Allah. So what's the Allah with regards to this? The water brings a machlok. Rabbi Shaya Omar, Rabbi Shaya says, uh, he says, Yesh Bredo. And therefore, whether it's a barrel, whether it's a behema, you could carry each one from the partners to his tchum. Rabbi Yechonah says, there is no retroactive finding out, and therefore, both the barrel and the behema are permitted only to lead it to a place where they both can go. Does then Rabbi Shai hold that there is verification retroactively, and that's why he allowed for the partners to each one lead his portion to the Tchum for Tanan? But we learned in the Mishnah, if you find a maze in the house, and the house has many different doors, then they're all either open or closed, and we don't know. Through which door the mace went out, Kulam, Tameim, all the entrances are Tameim, the doors are entrances, uh, all the entrances are Tameim. And therefore, the vessels that are laying within the hollow of the doors under the uh, lintel, under the roof of the entrance of the Pesach, even outside of the door are Tameim. So even though that that part, that roof is not under the roof which is hovering over the base. Because the Chachamim Gazer Tuma on a place for which you're going to destined to take out the base. And since we don't know which door the base is going to go, they're all equal, open or closed, and therefore they're all Tom Mesofik. 
because on each Pesach and Pesach and each door and door, we're not sure. Maybe the mace will go through there. The price continue. What happens? If one of the doors opened up after the mace died, now we know for sure that they're going to lead the mace outside of that, through that door. So then, who told me that entrance is still top? And that's why Caleb, that are underneath that door, whether they were there already, or they're going to bring the tummy, but the other entrance are tired. So now if you're going to bring vessels underneath, that will be tired. And the same thing is, and the one who was occupied with the mace, he was thinking to take out the mace in one of them, or in a window that has four by four tfachim. So even though that that entrance is not open yet, so then his thought, that protects, that saves all the entrances from being underneath them. And there's a machloikis this din that his thought to take it out from one door helps to save the other doors is only if they thought so before he died but if the thought about taking out from the entrance was only after he died then all the doors are tame because at the time that he died we didn't know yet that he's going to take him out through there so it turns out that at that point, all the Caleb were in that were in the other doors. And we don't say that now it has been retroactively verified that the maze went out, was going to go out through this door, and therefore the other entrances and the Caleb should be tired because Bishabai hold in Breda. It doesn't make a difference, even if you take him out of this door when the maze dies. It also helps the machshava to make the other door's entrances toher by saying that it has been verified retroactively uh, that the uh, it's this door that they're going to take out the maze because Bissilil hold yesh breder. So this, that Bissilil said that it's toher, the other entrances, so Rabbi Shai says that when Bissila said the Tiris of Tochim, that he didn't say to make the Psochim um, Toher. When he was thinking about the entrance or window, only those Kalim that are under the hollow of the doors, after he's already decided in his mind the entrance, which is going to take up the mace. It derives, and it's only on the future helps his thought to clean the psalm. That were there at the time that he died, until he had the chance to take him out of this door. That, no, that his thought is not going to help to make those Kalim Torah retroactively, because we don't say that it's been now verified retroactively that the mace is going to go through this entrance. So we see that Rabbi Shai is holds a breda, which will be a contradiction to his words here, which he says with regards to the Chavz Behema, that there is breda and it's permissible for each one of the partner to take his portion. So I think more as is Apoch, we have to turn around the views here and we have to have the gears over here that be Shai and he says that there is no breda, and therefore the chavis and the behema is take asur, according to the Bishaya. They're both but. 
Breda. So now you put the Breda on the Rav Yechon but we see that Rav Yechon also is not the Breda because Vav Rabasi over Rav Yechon. Rabasi said in the name of Rav Yechon that the Achim Shecholku lekochasei umachzir zelaz avayevul that brothers that split their father's inheritance are treated are considered to be buyers, uh, and they're just like if a person buys a, a field that was an inheritance. That's the same with the brothers, and therefore, uh, the brothers would have to give each other back their fields during Yevol, that they split, because when they inherit from the father the field, then it all belonged to both of them equally. And then when they split the uh, property, so it's as if each one sold his brother everything that he has in the part that, he, that the brother's receiving. And therefore, they return to each other just like anyone else who sold a field as the Achuzah, then it goes back to the owners in Yevil. So we see that Rabbi Yechman holds that ain't Breda, because if there is Breda, he should have said that even after the brothers split, they're not like Lekuchas, but they're like Yerushim, and this was the Yerusha, as if it was separated to begin with when the father died, because now it is being verified retroactively that this is the portion of the Yerusha, and they would not have to give each other back on the evil. And if you're going to say, when does Rabbi Yechonah not hold Breda? It's only in laws of the Torah, like the Din Yerusha And that's where Rabbi Yechonah doesn't rely on the Allah of Breda, so not to uh, take out because of this, so they're doing evil. But when it comes to Bar-Rabon, like Batchumim, Isla, Rabbi Yechon holds that we rely on the Allah of Breda to say that the thing has been retroactively verified for each part of the behemoth or the barrel that uh, it belonged to them already from before Yantav, and there, with regards to that he should uh, be kind of So now we can turn around the views and say Rabbi Yechon and Yesh Breda. The world doesn't uh, accept the difference between Breda the Rais and the Rabona. The world says the Rabona me isle the Rabbi Yechon that hold by the Rabona there is Breda. But Tane Ayi, but Ayi is the name of a sage. He said Rabbi Yehuda Eimer Eino the Masal Shidvaru Kechad. The person cannot make a condition of two things at the same time. So if he places an, an erev Shabbos to Eruvim, one to the east and one to the west, and he doesn't know yet if he's going to want to go to listen. From the rabbi who's going to speak of a speech in the east, or from the rabbi who's going to give a speech in the west, he cannot rely on what we just learned, really. You know what? So he can make the condition. If the chacham is going to come to the east, his erev is in the east. If he's going to come to the erev, the erev, the erev, the erev, but it doesn't say if there's two sages on both sides, cannot place two Eruvim, one for the east and one for the west, and tomorrow he's going to choose to which sage he wants to go because we say a breda. <laughs>